Guns? Yeah? I got a Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Basil underscore Rosewater. At Basil Rosewater. Follow me now. I need as many followers as possible to get the attention of the Mech Racing League that I'm going to join. Help me become a robot, Jock Scons. The world is getting crazier. People are acting more and more insane. The end of the world is tomorrow. 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 There's only one thing to do when the world is falling apart. Listen to Basil and Gons as they discuss this week's news and events through the lens of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Canary Cry News Talk. You're listening to Canary Cry News Talk. Today is September 2nd, 2020, episode 238. And today, lack of knowledge. And I didn't start the fire, but I am your best buddy, Basil. And this is Gons. Welcome to another live streamed episode of Canary Cry News Talk, where I am just in regret because we didn't invest in the Canary Network, Kusama. Basil, it was $4 when I showed it to you. It's $50 now. I missed out on an opportunity. Yeah, one of the great uh, schadenfreude uh, experiences I have in life is uh, hearing you express regret <laughs> over not jumping into some obscure cryptocurrency that I'd never heard of um, and learning how you missed yet another chance to become a millionaire. Oh, well, maybe not a millionaire, but certainly not as poor as, as I am now. But anyway, oh, yeah. there's people in the chat telling nice? us how they bought at $5. You don't, oh, you don't believe no, them. York got in. <laughs> York, the, you, you've blown your cover, man. Now you have to make a donation to the show. I it's think, I think the same thing happened way before. York always tells us how he bought in early on any crypto we mention. It's a York, thing he does. hit us up, man. You, we need your <laughs> investment advice. Send us an email, canarycryradio at gmail.com. Give us your next pick, York. We need to know. We need an exit strategy. (laughs) Okay. Well, Gonzo, any news? Any new things going on in your life? No. Nope. Not really. Nothing worth worth talking about? No. Yeah, me neither. It's been been an uneventful couple of days. Um, so yeah, I got nothing else except for I'm stalling in order to get the correct link to the flippy update. Flippy update. Do you want fries with that? Okay, folks, it's your favorite time of day, and that's the Flippy Update. If this is your first time watching the show, don't worry, I'll help you out. Flippy is the colloquial name for the disembodied robot arm that is uh, taking our jobs, enslaving our children, and flirting with our spouses. We talk about Flippy not just to talk about Flippy, but to talk about robotics and AI, how they are invading our everyday lives, whether we like it or not. Now, Gons, today, uh, as happens fairly often, this is not a flippy update proper right um you switched it up on this is more of a a robot jocks uh (laughs) update now if you're a longtime listener you know robot jocks was a great is the best movie ever made is made in the 80s my favorite movie as a child and now into my young adulthood um robot jocks a world where uh, instead of war Nation states uh, battle 1v1 giant robots, and we get to watch how Russia and the United States had to 
had to one v one each other over uh, possession of Alaska. But that's for another show. <laughs> this is Robot Jocks update, Gons. As we move into the future, um, you know, not only are we trying to see how robots are going to take our jobs, but how they will make my childhood dreams come true of becoming a giant robot athlete. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, this is from themindunleashed.com, and the article is Meet Prosthesis, the impressive new all-terrain exobionic 9,000-pound mech suit that you can pilot. That's right, Gons. They're making dreams come true here. Massive hulking exoskeleton or mech suits are usually the type of thing one would, oh my gosh, would encounter in a science fiction movie, whether it's the low-budget classic robot jocks or the American kaiju blockbuster Pacific Rim. Oh my gosh. I didn't even know that it mentioned robot jocks in the (laughs) article. Uh, However, engineering firm Furion Exobionics has unleashed a colossal four-legged 9,000-pound powered exoskeleton dubbed Prosthesis. And anyone interested will be able to take up the controls and pilot the beast. Oh, I'm I'm thinking some uh, boots-on-the-ground reporting guns. Uh, I think we finally found... I think my next project. You just need to, we need to interview these people and then uh, get your way in, you know, and then I think we can do that. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. The company recently launched a wildly popular Kickstarter campaign laying out its mission, which is to start a global racing league that would pit multiple world-class athletes in head-to-head competitions through complex technical obstacle courses wearing giant powered mech suits. Gons, this is the moment I've been waiting for. <laughs> and while the vision may seem larger than life, Furion and its prosthesis mech racing research and development team are confident that they can unleash this new class of large-scale exobionic technology and use it to power its global mech racing league. Backers of the Kickstarter campaign will be eligible to receive one-on-one mech pilot training or kick back and watch the mechs kick each other's butts at live events. The company's flagship mech, dubbed Prosthesis, the anti-robot, took over three years of field trials, including engineering and pilot training, to create this all-terrain mech suit that has four massive legs and the power to lift cars, run through snow, and climb boulders. Quote, we ended up with four legs because the pilot has four limbs. And the machine has the wide, stable form factor that it has so that it's easy to balance. Chief test pilot and project co-founder and personal hero of mine, Jonathan Tippett, uh, told CNET. In a video kicking off the successful crowdfunding campaign, Tippett notes that the mech is, quote, basically a cross between a trophy truck, an excavator, and a dinosaur. How could it get better, Gon? I don't think it can. However, the idea behind prosthesis isn't simply passive entertainment. Instead, this will require athleticism on the part of the mech pilots who will be moving their arms and leg to get these massive machines going, making this a true sport rather than a simple robot exhibition. Prosthesis has no joysticks, no steering wheel, no foot pedals, just 100% limb-for-limb pilot control. Furion explained, quote, Prosthesis has no automation, no gyros, no ability to walk or balance by itself. It relies entirely on the pilot inside for all of its movement. Your arm and leg movements are amplified to control its four giant steel legs, move for move. That's what makes it a sport. Cassie Harish, an accomplished head-first ice sledding champion from Canada, 
whoa, where are we going? They're really <laughs> zagging on it, serious. The first professional mech sports athlete to control the hulking quadrupedal beast. According to the Furion, she was just as surprised as the engineers when she felt a sense of familiarity between her 60-pound skeleton sled and the interface of this 9,000-pound mech suit. With the relentless and unchecked automation of everything we do, Prosthesis reminds us that some of the most rewarding things in life are those that require effort focus and training wow they are just on our page the kickstarter page said this is the very essence of sport prosthesis and mech sports are a celebration of the age-old pursuit of physical mastery and human skill now brought to a new level through advanced technology gons i think i have finally found a life goal that i can devote myself to fantastic hello i'm here yeah, we yeah. need to list all you canarians out there not only can you make your favorite podcaster's dreams come true? But you too can become a, uh, a, a an integral part of my mech athlete team. I'm taking uh, t- taking taking resumes. Hit me up. We'll make this happen. Yeah, this thing's pretty intense. It's uh, pulling fire trucks. It's smashing cars. I mean, it's uh, they got mem- they got t-shirts. Uh, it is cool. Did you play the video? I did. I was playing Were the video playing the, whole the video? Time. Okay, yeah. yeah. It is a it is really cool. And for those who are just listening, it looks like a big uh, four-legged spider machine, mm, probably about 25 feet tall and uh just so cool to watch this thing go make sure to check out canarycrynewstalk.com to the sh- uh, check out the show notes and uh, watch this video very important just for your <laughs> life fulfillment it's interesting because uh, so. uh it, it you you think spider it kind of moves like a spider but the the face part of it looks more like a, a mastodon it's got like the two horns kind of got like an elephant look Without the nose. Mm. Yeah, it does have kind of an elephant look to it. It's like a mix between an, an elephant, a gorilla, and a spider. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there mm. you go. Your dreams okay. are coming true. Fantastic. It's got two tusks in the front. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's cool. Yeah. So cool, man. <laughs> I got to look into this. This I'm serious about this. If there's one thing I can really look forward to in life, it's becoming a, a mech athlete. <laughs> Okay. I used to think being an esports athlete was my dream, but after seeing this, this is a whole nother, a whole nother bag of worms. Whole nother level. Yep. Well, good yeah. luck with that. Uh, Thank you. We are going to move into a bunch of quick updates. Uh, you know, with this kind of thing going public, with like prosthesis going public, I, I get mm-hmm. the feeling that there are already some pretty uh, phenomenal technologies. Uh, but we got some a uh, couple updates here to talk about some of these things here. We interrupt okay. this broadcast to give you a brief update. By the end of this timely interruption, you will be thoroughly updated. You don't know what you're looking at. What's driving that thing? It's not a space alien. Alien. It's unidentified. You don't know what you're looking at. Alien. It's unidentified. I forgot that that was Ooh, like the double. old version that it doubled. Yeah. I forgot to edit that. Okay, anyway, uh, this is CNN.com uh, via MSN.com. This was reported uh, last night. A man flying a jetpack was reported by pilots above Los Angeles. <laughs> As usual, call came into the LA airport concerning an unidentified <laughs> and unusual call came into the Los Angeles airport concerning an unidentified man flying a jetpack. <laughs> I, I read as usual. As if this happens all the time. <laughs> An American Airlines flight was the first to report, quote, a guy in a jetpack 
at the plane's altitude of 3,000 feet above L.A. International Airport on Sunday. They said that the man was approximately 30 yards away from the aircraft. That's pretty close. Now that's that, very that's close. super close. Now the FBI is looking into the matter. CNN obtained the audio between air traffic control and American and JetBlue flight crews. Quote, Tower American 1997. We just passed a guy in a jetpack. <laughs> wow. The first plane called in. <laughs> Quote, off the left side, maybe 330 yards or so about our altitude. About 10 minutes later, another plane spotted the man. Quote, we just saw a guy fly by us on a jetpack. End quote. The crew told the traffic controller. According to the communications, air traffic control warned a JetBlue flight to, quote, use caution person on a jetpack reported 300 yards south. After the plane acknowledged the instruction, the controller concluded with, quote, only in L.A. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the Federal Aviation Administration said officials have alerted local law enforcement to the reports and is looking into these reports. Uh, did I lose about? No, he's still moving. Okay. The FBI is investigating. No, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the FBI is investigating and is, quote, working to, determined, <laughs> working to determine what occurred. Los Angeles Field Office spokesperson Laura A. Miller told CNN, what occurred was a guy in a jetpack was flying. You know, this is the kind of headline. That you uh, that you hear or see in like superhero movies, you know, when when like uh, when somebody's reprimanding, like you can't just take the yeah. suit out and start roaming around. Yeah. Look at look at look at the Pretty news. Sure that's exactly what happened in <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But uh, so you got your mech suit. You got but uh, these guys are flying in jetpacks already. So maybe I'll, yeah, I'll aspire for the, the jetpack. Jet yeah, I'll aspire the, the, for the jetpack and we'll have war, you know. I'll be flying around you a like a fly. Team. What a great team we would be <laughs> fighting the new world order in our, in me piloting a mech and you in a jetpack. What could possibly be better? Uh, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, we need, uh, we need Godspeed to make a, a comic book. Oh, this is all for this exact thing. Yeah. This is all feeding into the so, narrative. Just real quick, guns to take a step back. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm checking out the, uh, the Kickstarter okay. for prosthesis. Um, so it's not cheap. The, the <laughs> lessons, <look> cheap. <laughs> so the lessons to get my own training, it'll be $2,500. Oh, and there's, but they're only doing eight of them. There's six left of the eight of ava- available uh, pilot trainings. Now, here's the thing. This is what I like about this is, you know, they're, they're only giving eight people the training, if you're in those eight people, I mean, you're first in line to pilot the next, you know, you, that's, your, that's how you do it. That's how you get into it. You'll be one of eight people trained in mecha athleticism. I think this is really possible. Okay, so $2,500 for, tra- for one training, $8,000. <laughs> okay, that's for the group package. You oh, get package. four people who can get trained. Um, but that's already, oh no, those are still there. Uh, $13,000 Gonzo. Oh. And, uh, I can get a three day pilot boot camp. Want to take your training to the next level? Join us for three full days of training. We'll put you through the same program that we put Team Canada skeleton racer Cassie Harish and YouTube maker James the Hacksmith Hobson. What the heck? They probably got it for free. I could do it for free. I here's okay. Say we hey, we're YouTubers too. People highly throttled yeah, YouTubers. I don't know. We've we've made a pledge against uh, advertising, 
But I would have to consider with the permission <laughs> of our producers, I would I would beg the permission of our producers that uh, I could sell out for this three day pilot <laughs> boot camp and I will give them thirteen thousand dollars worth of advertising. OK, I think that's uh, are you going to are you yeah, going to tape okay. it and uh, do a face reveal? the whole thing yeah i'll do a whole thing well i'm not going to promise this face reveal but it'll be even cooler because i'll be the only uh mecha athlete who wears a mask it'll be like a luchador thing you know it could have paid for all this that'll be my character kusama if i would have invested in (laughs) kusama early on the canary network for polka dot uh we we would have been able to pay for this thing but once again you didn't encourage me when i told you hey check this out this canary network. See, the problem is I don't know which ones to <laughs> encourage you on. Cause I feel like if I encourage you on the wrong thing and you lose a bunch of money, that's on me, man. It is on you. All right. Anyway, yeah. let's, let's move on here. We, uh, we have, uh, we're $13,000 people. <laughs> only 13,000. Uh, we only have, 13. uh, speaking of crypto and blockchain, we do have a quick update here. Blockchain. You like that one? That's actually two put yeah. together. Uh, real quick, uh, people are asking for our email address, which excites me after I make a big request like that. Uh-huh. But uh, our email address is canarycryradio at gmail.com. Yes. Uh, so this is just a quick update on Acon City. Uh, if you're unaware, we've talked about this, uh, this project by Acon. Um, I did a deep dive on the Face Like the Sun channel a f- couple months ago, I think. Uh, but basically, they are, I think it's in Senegal, uh, Akon, the artist, the rapper, musician, whatever. He is building this futuristic city that was inspired by uh, yeah. uh, Wakanda, basically. A real-life Wakanda is what he's calling it. And um, yeah. they, uh, they laid the cornerstone, so they're getting ready to start building this thing. And uh, mm. the video here talks about a, a, a real life Wakanda the, the, that, you know, they have a visual of what it looks like. It's all futuristic looking. And um, I don't know. It's uh, 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 the idea was touted in 2018. They'll begin construction in 2021. Uh, Akon talking about how it's going to use uh, they're, they're going to bring Africa's future. They're building a futuristic city. It's going to have the latest technologies, cryptocurrencies, and also the future of how African society should become in the future. And he already has secured $2 billion for the project. And, um, and then the little video ad here goes into how the project started before Black Panther hit the theaters. And it just inspired him to... Uh, uh, you know, uh, the design and everything to, to, uh, oops, uh, to make this thing happen. And it also has a little clip of, uh, Chadwick Boseman talking about the project. So, mm. you know, another, another interesting angle to the whole thing of how they're, uh, uh, you know, moving forward with the Afrocentric, uh, revival. And if you're Afrofuturism, well, Afrofuturism, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. Uh, and, and part of, I think, eschatological passages is eschatological passages in the bible talking about africa or at least egypt uh having some kind of military power i think this is the beginning of a a really interesting century of african development with technology but you know just a quick update because they laid the cornerstone you know got to make a big deal about that yeah 
Yep. Cool. Well, they're making progress. Making progress. Why can't we? You have futuristic visions. How come? How can, we can't raise like two billion dollars to like build a city? I bet uh, once the the meth mecca meth <laughs> once the meth athletes the mecca athleticism uh, movement gets in full swing, I bet there'll be like a World Cup at uh, at Wakanda. Yeah, uh, we're getting told that we're buffering again a lot. And people are mm-hmm. saying we must have the worst internet. We have business. I mean, this is business level internet that we have here. So yeah. I don't no, know. We pay what. a lot for good connections yeah. and uh, Gons is hard- hardwired in now. Uh, just a thing for people to understand, you know, just because something's buffering doesn't always mean it's the streamer's fault. Uh, there's a lot of layers of uh, control between uh, the streamer and uh, and you. So, yeah, I don't know what to say. We've we've continued to make improvements. I I can't imagine that it's uh, our fault, but it might be. But YouTube, you know, t- t- historically has done a lot of things to uh, keep people like us down. So that's why I keep saying, you know, if, if the YouTube isn't working, try the Twitch. If the Twitch isn't working, I have the Twitch running on mine right now and uh, I have not had any buffering, um, but there well, you go. It also YouTube, it's showing like one fourth or one fifth of what we usually have in the stream. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Listener numbers are about at 20% as what they usually are. So I have a feeling there's some sort of shadow, shadow banning or throttling that's going on there. They don't like us. Yeah. Cause our bit rate is pretty high, but anyway, there you go. That's the Wakanda forever update. Uh, another quick update here. Got hairy legs. Got hairy legs. This was published by TheVerge.com. Biden campaign launches official Animal Crossing New Horizons yard signs. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. So uh, starting today, September 1st, which was yesterday, Animal Crossing New Horizons players will be able to deck out their island homes with official Joe Biden yard signs as part of the campaign's broader initiative to organize voters online this fall. Obviously, the real Joe Biden is uh, struggling to speak. So get virtual Joe Biden in there, especially um, yeah, uh, campaigning. Yeah, and for for those who don't know, Animal Crossing: New Horizons was a game that came out at the very beginning of quarantine uh, that uh, saved a lot of sanity for gamers. But uh, if you don't know, you basically are just a little person and you develop. Uh, an island and a deserted island and you just sort of develop it by building and exploiting its resources and uh, you know monetizing the real estate it's uh, actually really a really capitalistic uh, sort of game where you develop you invade an island and then uh, industrialize it for your own pleasure so i think it's funny that you know a bunch of uh, eco people and and uh you know anti-imperialist type people uh (laughs) just love this game because the whole game is based around (laughs) colonial colonizing uh an island that doesn't belong to you Sorry, I'm trying to fix your. I'm trying to resize you on the screen, and so and, and for whatever I'm reason, leaning back and I'm little. Yeah, it's just things happen, and so but Streamlabs OBS is I don't know what the deal is. Every time I move something or try to fix something, you uh, it it take it, there's like a three second delay for anything I do with sizing. So so you were kind of floating around and 
and yeah. Nice. Yep. Always That's fun. fun. Add some excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now speaking of Joe, there was uh, a couple things going on in the past week or so that I thought would be funny just to lay out in uh, in sequence. Do you have all those clips together? Oh, I no, do. you have one more update. I do have one more, but we can push it afterwards because it kind of flows. It'll flow better with the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, while, so. while we're on the Joe Biden thing, yeah. you want to start with those clips? Yeah, yeah. So you want to you start? I thought we were starting with Pelosi. Are we starting with... Joe, or yeah, are we starting? No, with? I'll start out with Pelosi. Okay. So basically, <laughs> Pelosi got in trouble recently. Uh, I'm not going to read the article because it's not really worth it. Yeah. But basically, what happens is in San Francisco, they're, uh, of course, a very blue city and businesses are shut down and the entire city is going out of business. Uh, it talks about how, you know, half the storefronts on any given street are either boarded up or gone out of business. A very sad thing going on for small business owners in San Francisco. Part of that is that, uh, uh, salons are shut down. Yeah. Um, they just yesterday started allowing salons and barbers to do haircuts outside, uh, but you can't do them inside. And they've been closed down since, you know, whatever it was, June or uh, April, whenever they shut everything down. And so salon owners really have been getting a lot of attention throughout the whole pandemic. Of course, there was the the uh, protester in Texas who kept her salon open, etc. Well, turns out uh, Nancy Pelosi had a very special appointment where she uh, got to go into a salon alone with, uh, uh, you know, a, a stylist and get her, get her hair done, get a blowout, as they say, <laughs> and uh, was caught on a security camera. <laughs> and uh, it kind of blew up from there. And salon owners are very mad at her because, you know, no salons are allowed to be open. But, oh, if you're Pelosi, you're allowed to get your private salon visit. Um, and which brings me into Pelosi's next comment was she recently suggested that, uh, well, why don't you play the clip? Okay. So this is Pelosi. Uh, well, yeah, I'll play the clip here. Since you asked yeah, about just play that, the clip. I myself just don't tell anybody I told you this, especially don't tell Joe Biden. I don't think that there should be any debates. So no debates. No from, debates. From and she's Pelosi. talking about the clip goes on, but we're keeping it short. The clip goes on where she's talking about how she does not believe there should be any presidential debates. And her main reasoning, of course, is that she doesn't want to dignify Donald Trump by giving him a chance to debate his uh, his opponent in the in the race. But as we all know that uh She's trying to get Joe Biden out of the debates because, of course, he is having a little bit of trouble keeping his facts straight. And that is uh, exemplified by this next clip from Biden. Um, just just giving an example of maybe what a debate would be like if he had to perform in person. COVID has taken this year, just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives... <laughs> It's just, it's, when you think about it, <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad for the guy doing the sign language. He's just kind of like, yeah. he's got to, he has to sort of, they're doing the and same hand motions as Joe with the confused. Uh, 
that them. uh that clip was cut short um also but it, it was more of the same you know he just is and this was not a passing comment you know this was not some you know little moment where he got caught off guard by like a reporter approaching him this is he is set up he this is uh, all eyes on him he's making a speech uh he's trying to rally the democrats for this uh election and that's just what came out <laughs> you know there there are some theories out there on the fringes that uh either joe biden is no longer with us and they're just all cgi or or you know like a deep fake they're deep faking him yeah uh and it's possible you know because he obviously he didn't show up for the debates you can see during or not the debates the uh the dnc uh rally thing that they had a couple weeks ago and and even mm-hmm. like the editing of that was very strange too. But um, you know, and then yesterday, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago, Trump mentioned in passing, and this is this is more for like QAnon fans, right? I'm not saying that there, there's anything to it. Trump said something weird. He he mentioned in passing, he was like, Joe doesn't even know he's alive. And I was like, well, that's kind of. I mean, it's probably just a weird, jab, weird comment, but it's definitely yeah. a weird comment. Like, what? What do you? Okay, but anyway. Uh, so there you go, Joe Biden, hairy legs, uh, doing his thing. You can buy his, or uh, yeah. you can you can well, promote him on on Animal Crossings, and also he doesn't make he makes more sense in Animal Crossing than he does in real life. Is basically the he takeaway looks, here. He looks very young and vibrant in Animal Crossing, um, and of course, you know when coming from the left, you hear shouts of our democracy being uh, you know disassembled by Donald Trump what would be less dem- you know democratic you know democracy uh, improving or destructive than canceling the debates of the <laughs> yeah. uh, the camp like that is that is uh, the epitome of destroying democracy yeah well we knew this was where this was all headed so um, all right. Well, we, I do have one more quick update that kind of leads us into a couple of the bigger stories here. And that is regarding, of course, the mm-hmm. Ronas. This is from KUSI.com, San Diego's more local news station. And Ooh, more uh, local, more local. Yeah. And we talked about the 6% thing last episode. Uh, the headlines here. Just 4% of COVID deaths in San Diego County were people with no underlining conditions. So Mm. uh, uh, we know about the 6%, the CDC report. Monday, San Diego County Public Health Officer Dr. Wilma Wooten announced only 4% of the COVID deaths in San Diego County were in people without any underlining or underlying conditions. Wooten went on to describe how the gradual reopening process outlined by Governor Newsom will be safer and more beneficial to the community moving forward. And yeah, that's, that's it for the story, but yeah, there you go. Even less in San Diego County, 4%. And if you take in, t- yeah. take into account various regions, I'm sure that number goes down even more. So, yeah, looks like we lost well, feed. Uh Oh, yeah, it's not good. More, more buffering. Crazy. Buffering, buffering. Well, I guess we'll just have to keep working on it. Yeah. That's unfortunate, Gons, because uh, I have some good news for you. Oh, good news. That's good. Good what? news. We are sitting at number one oh. on the 
talk shows and podcast category on Twitch. All right. Keep, so, keep chatting, there folks. you go. We have no control over that. That's all because of you, dear listeners. We've made it to number one. Yeah. We'll, we'll see good. if we last there as the show uh, continues to degrade technologically, but yeah, uh, it's fun. We made it to number one. Yeah. They don't, they don't like us today. Okay. Uh, we'll get into this story. Basil, you can go for it here uh, because um, it's pretty egregious. All right. Coming from gizmodo.com, the outlet on life support, a woman arrested. What? I thought you were going to do this one. Hello? Yeah, I thought you were doing the one Which before. One? The fact check by PolitiFact. Oh, I thought that's the one you just did. No. Oh, no. Okay. Here we go. We're coming. We're, okay, yes. PolitiFact. One of our favorite uh, things to do is fact check PolitiFact. <laughs> and last time we saw how ridiculous, uh, how ridiculously impotent they are at, <laughs> at fact checking and making points um so let's do another one that was fun we're over here at politifact.com and uh the article is titled no the cdc did not quote quietly adjust u.s coronavirus deaths and it reads like this over the weekend president donald trump shared two posts that falsely claimed covid 19 deaths are not as high as previously thought oh interesting the posts claimed that the centers for disease control and prevention updated its covid 19 death numbers to show that only 9210 americans have died from the virus twitter removed the first tweet for violating its rules another post from jenna ellis a senior legal advisor for the trump campaign linked to a story from the gate Gateway Pundit, a conservative news site. That uh, that tweet was still up as of publication. The tweets misconstrue federal data on COVID-19 victims. As of August 31st, the CDC reported that 182,622 Americans have died since the start of the pandemic. Okay, right there, mm-hmm. they said 182,622 Americans have died since the start of the pandemic. Doesn't say died of COVID, doesn't say anything like that, just says they have died since February. And some estimates put the death toll even higher. The agency told us that the vast majority of deaths involving COVID-19 can be attributed to the virus. Claims that the CDC adjusted uh, its COVID-19 death numbers appear to have originated on Facebook before making their way to Trump's Twitter feed. According to Vinesight, an organization that uses artificial intelligence to surface potential misinformation, several posts have been shared thousands of times. AI. CDC just... Yes, of course, our AI overlords are involved. CDC just backpedaled quietly and adjusted that this is a quote from a Facebook post and adjusted the U.S. COVID deaths from 153,504 to 9,210, said Amiri King, a social media influencer and CBD salesman. In an August 31st post that shows a screenshot of King's tweet, which was also deleted, quote, uh, admitting that their numbers are so effed that they were off by a whopping 94%. The posts were flagged as a part of Facebook's efforts to combat false news and misinformation on its news feed. 
The social media posts trace back to an August 26th update from the National Center for Health Statistics, which is part of the CDC. The report is updated every Wednesday and outlines provisional death counts for COVID-19. In his post, King cited an older version of the data table about deaths from COVID-19 in combination with other conditions such as pneumonia and influenza. In a section titled Comorbidities, the NCHS wrote, quote, For 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. For deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19 on average, there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death. That data comes from deaths certificates. King cited an older version of the NCHS report that analyzed 153,504 deaths involving COVID-19. 6% of that figure is 9,210. To some readers, the report may appear to confirm his math, but it doesn't. And here's where the fact check begins. In medicine, comorbidities are conditions that patients experience in tandem with a primary condition. According to the CDC, people with pre-existing conditions like cancer and diabetes are more at risk of death if they contract the coronavirus. No kidding. The NCHS report shows that the vast majority of coronavirus-related deaths occur in patients with comorbidities. But that doesn't mean COVID-19 wasn't a factor. No kidding. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's saying that it wasn't a factor. Pull it a fact, but okay. Quote, a small number of people have COVID uh, ascribed as the sole cause of death. It may be they had no comorbidities or they were just not noted. Okay, said Dr. Myron Cohen, director of the Institute for Global Health and Infectious Diseases at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Quote, however, it is also clear that advanced age and several other underlying diseases lead to bad outcomes with COVID infections. The people dying were not going to die, but for the acquisition of COVID. Well, I mean, I mean, we're all going to die. <laughs> Dr. Cohen said it, so must be true. Yeah. Good fact check. Keep okay. going. In a Facebook post addressing claims about the NCHS report, Dr. Mark Halstead, an associate professor of orthopedic surgery and pediatrics at Washington University, broke down how conditions are listed on a patient's death certificate. Quote, so let's say someone went to the hospital because of symptoms of COVID. They tested positive, which we already know positive testing is 90 by the admission of the New York Times, 90 yeah. percent of positive test cases should not be positive. OK, so moving on, the covid would be listed. Halstead said in the post, quote, uh, their case progressed where they developed respiratory failure and now are on a ventilator later. Respiratory failure can be listed. Additional conditions may be listed on a patient's death certificate during the course of their stay in the hospital. For example, if a COVID-19 patient ended up dying from cardiac arrest, that could also be included. So now three things are listed on their death certificate. Halstead wrote, the COVID infection started the process that led to the heart and lungs failing which killed the person. Jeff Lancashire, acting associate director of the communications at NCHS, told us in an email that while 94% of death certificates that mention COVID-19 also listed other conditions, the underlying cause of death with it was COVID-19 in almost all of them. Quote, the underlying cause of death is the condition that began the chain of events that ultimately led to the person's death, he said. 
in 92% of all deaths that mention COVID-19, COVID-19 is listed as the underlying cause of death. We reached out to King for a comment, but we haven't heard back. Okay, so you're just taking quotes from some doctor that you chose and you reached out for comment and he didn't feel like getting back to you. Our ruling. A Facebook post claimed that the CDC decreased the number of COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. from 153.504 to 9,210. That's wrong. As of August 31st, the CDC counted 182,622 Americans who had died because of the coronavirus. A NCHS report found that for about 6% of Americans who die from the virus, COVID-19 is the only condition listed on their death certificate. But that doesn't mean the remaining 94% didn't die due to the coronavirus. People with pre-existing conditions such as cancer or diabetes have a higher risk of dying if they contract COVID-19. Complications from those conditions, as well as comorbidities like influenza and pneumonia, can be listed in addition to the coronavirus on death certificates. In 92% of death certificates that uh, that mention the virus, COVID-19 was the underlying cause of death, according to the NCHS. The Facebook post is inaccurate and makes a ridiculous claim. We rate it pants on fire. So there you go, Gons. Are you convinced? <laughs> no, no, because number one, the <laughs> fact checking is very limited. A couple of doctors being quoted. And the thing that really, first off, okay, the, the little section here at the bottom that are ruling uh, and how, you know, taking, they make it seem like the numbers are off too, because they quote the 153,504. And, you know, they say, well, as of August 31st, the CDC counted 182,622. And, and so they already sort of make it seem like the numbers that they're pulling from or the original Facebook post was pulling from was, you know, much lower or of an older version, therefore inaccurate. But earlier uh, in the article, the first part of the interview or not the interview, but the quote that that talks about the chain of events that takes place mm -hmm. that. I, okay. So, you know, if, if someone gets COVID-19 and they, and they drop dead, all right, so maybe that's, that's like a, a COVID death. So, so what I would like to know with this is how does somebody who just had the 6% that just had coronavirus or COVID-19, uh, yeah. how they died? Because if there was no yeah, right. other thing, if you think about it, because they talked about, see, here's how it works is, uh, you know, the contract the coronavirus stops and the lung stops, yeah, the lung Those stops, are comorbidities. So, yeah, lung stop, you know, so, hey, lung failure. And then the heart stops, it's heart failure. And then those things are listed as part of the death and, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait a minute. So again, what's the baseline here? And that, that's what I was hoping for PolitiFact to, to uh, tell us is that, hey, someone yeah. that just got the coronavirus and died, those 6%. What is going on with them? How did they die? And because that's not established, I don't think any of this fact check is, uh, is anything worth yeah. uh, worrying about. You know about. what PolitiFact bases their entire fact checking on? Appeal to they authority. Just an, well, they put, yeah, well, they do definitely do appeal to authority, which is a logical fallacy. But uh, they also base it all on uh, bias confirmation. 
Oh, yeah. They, t- they don't actually prove what they're saying. They'll just say all the things that you need to say to confirm a bias. And uh, unfortunately, to the average normie uh, who are very susceptible to bias uh, confirmation and bias confirmation is what, you know, fringy conspiracy people are, are uh, you know, accused of all the time. Yeah. But apparently, you know, it's it's a very effective uh, way to manipulate statistics in quotes. As long as you confirm somebody's bias, they'll read your completely <laughs> unprovable fact check with uh, just stunningly, uh, you know, weak arguments. But as long as it approves their bias, confirms their bias, they'll take it as fact check. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think, again, to reiterate the point, uh, the quote from Dr. Mark Halstead, Associate Professor of Orthopedic Surgery and Pediatrics at Washington Washington University, uh, the way he broke down how a death certificate is recorded is what Mm -hmm. I question, is uh, is the part that's kind of like, that doesn't make any sense, because... Again, if they're pre, if they're preconditions, you know, okay, that's one thing. All right, you had a, you, you're diabetic, you get COVID nineteen, things get worse and you die. All right, fine. Uh, or if you have some kind of, you know, pneumonia or or something. But then again, uh, I, I think the main point here, and if anybody of your normie friends brings up this article or tries to refute you. Uh, with this thing, then then really try to figure out and ask them, okay, how did the 6% die? How is it that COVID-19 yeah. is the only thing listed as the cause of death for the 6%? What can, exactly. what, what happened? They, they tested positive right. and they dropped dead? And so yeah, anyway. With no heart failure, no, heart failure, no, lung, no failure. lung nothing? They just dropped dead? So there you go. That's, that's kind of uh, the ridiculous nature of PolitiFact. PolitiFact, not very uh, factual. In there. They are the worst. Yeah, they're definitely politif- politicized, but not factual. Um, yeah. Okay, moving on here. We got one more COVID thing, and then we'll take a quick break here. This one's a little more uh, alarming, I would say. COVID. I'll keep you warm and safe in my people zoo. Uh, gizmodo.com woman arrested for Facebook post promoting anti-lockdown protest in Australia. This is crazy. And, uh, we, you know, we were talking about how Australia has been going kind of crazy, but here we go. Police in Australia arrested a 28 year old woman who was pregnant, by the way, on Wednesday for publishing a Facebook post that promoted an anti-lockdown protest in the country's state of Victoria. Footage of the arrest was captured by her partner and shows police officers handcuffing the woman and saying that she's been charged with incitement. The uh, Mm -hmm. woman's photo, uh, sorry, the woman's phone and computers were also seized. The video, which was live streamed on Facebook, has gone viral and shows the police eventually taking possession of the phone that was broadcasting the encounter. Over 2 million people have watched the video so far. Quote, in, uh, it's in relation to the Facebook post, in relation to the lockdown protest you put on just that day. Detective Adrian Smith with the Victorian police told the woman as she was handcuffed in her home. 
Quote, I wasn't breaking any laws by doing that, the woman said, explaining that she had a ultrasound scheduled for an hour uh, in an hour because she's pregnant. Quote, you are actually you are breaking the law, Smith responded. Agent Smith responded. That's why I'm arresting you. Uh, And then there's the video there. Uh, The woman and her partner who reportedly live in the city of Ballarat according to Australia's ABC News, can be heard on the video offering to take the Facebook post down, but the detective insists that she needs to be arrested because she, quote, already committed the offense. The arrest appears to have involved at least four officers. Quote, I'm happy to delete the post. This is ridiculous, the woman said, pleading with the cops and noting that her two children are watching her get arrested. Victoria, which includes the city of Melbourne, has been under strict lockdown measures for the past month after the COVID-19 outbreak, causing an alarming spike in deaths, uh, which again is questioned. Police in Australia have arrested numerous people who've tried to stage protests against the lockdown, but this is the first time, uh, first known instance of someone in Australia being arrested for merely posting about a protest on Facebook. Quote, the search warrant entitles us And we're required to seize any computers, any mobile devices you have, Detective Smith says. I didn't realize I was doing anything wrong. This is ridiculous, the woman says. The woman can be seen getting very distressed as it becomes clear that she's being taken into custody. And the detective barks, let me finish, as he explains what the arrest warrant allows him to take. Any mobile telephone you've got, okay, Smith says, before the police turn their attention to the phone that's broadcasting on Facebook. The Victoria Police Department issued a statement to Australia's ABC News saying that any gathering of this nature is in blatant breach of the chief health officer's directions and puts Victorian lives at risk. Quote, those still thinking of attending the protest can expect a swift and firm response from police. The statement continues. We will have no hesitation in issuing a $1,652 fine to anyone who is breaching the restrictions on the day or making arrests if necessary. The detective in the video, identified as Adrian Smith by the badge around his neck, appears to have been with Victorian police since 2001, according to a profile on LinkedIn. Australia remains the only wealthy democracy in the world that doesn't have anything equivalent to America's First Amendment protections for free speech. And even though it's clear lockdowns are sometimes necessary to defeat this global pandemic, it's hard to justify arresting someone and seizing all of their electronics simply for posting about a protest on Facebook. This will likely yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, this will only uh, this will likely only inspire COVID deniers to become more ridiculous and radicalized than they already are. Okay, Gizmodo. Totally. Far, well, it's not. That's not wrong. It's not wrong, but I just like how they just paint. You know. Anyway, far right goons on Rupert Murdoch's TV station Sky News Australia, <laughs> far right goons <laughs> have been complaining for months that many actions to fight COVID nineteen pandemic have been too extreme, and in this case, they might finally be right. So there you go. I mean, uh, we watched the video here, and uh, it's it's quite. Insane. Why don't we play the video? I think we should play it. Okay. I have no idea why you guys. Oh, video unavailable. Sorry, this video cannot be. They're they're (laughs) taking this video down all over social media. Refresh the page. Refresh. Oh, it's gone. They couldn't have possibly. It's been twenty minutes since we watched it last. No, they they are all over. I I know Twitter accounts have been taking this video down all day long. Okay, we need to look for it though because we need to play it. I'll look for it. Let me see if I can. 
yeah, look for it because we need to play it. And if nothing else, um, you know, the, the recording of this video can <laughs> it's uh, just have the video it's in not, it. it. Oh, here it is. Okay, maybe it is. I have no idea why you guys are doing this. Um, oh, yeah, working. you can show yeah, me your search it. warrant before you go no. through my so house. Search warrant for what? Now, what I will explain to you is, is if you want to listen, you got your phone going. Yeah, I do, yeah. Right. Now, you're under arrest in relation to incitement. Incitement? Yeah. But, now, you're not obliged to say or do anything, but anything you say or do may be given in evidence. Excuse me, incitement for what? What the, What on earth? Yeah. Excuse me, what What on earth? Yeah, just put your phone down. Can you, like, record this? I'm in my pyjamas. What's I this? An ultrasound in an hour yeah, pregnant. she's pregnant, so... Well, I'm taking it easy. What's this about? Can I have face- an ultrasound Just let me in an hour? Let me finish and I'll explain. It's in relation to a Facebook post, in relation to a lockdown protest you put on for Saturday. Yeah, and I wasn't breaking any laws by doing you that. You are actually. You are breaking all. That's why I'm arresting you. In relation to in front How of can you children, arrest her? That's... In front of my two children. Can't you just say to her, take the post down? Like, come I mean, on. I'm happy to delete the post. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But I have to give you these caution and rights. You understand? Yeah, that's you're fine. Not, like, I'm happy to delete the post. This is anything? ridiculous. Like, I, this is in front of me. That's fine. Maybe give evidence. You understand that? Yeah, that's fine. But my two kids are here. I have an ultrasound in an hour. Like, I'm happy to delete the post. You also have the right to communicate with or to communicate with a legal practitioner. Do you understand those rights? Yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this is a bit unfair. Come on, mate. No, we, we what about she just doesn't do the event? Like, <laughs> it's not like she's done it. Well, she made a post. Already committed the offence. So I'm not going to. So that's it. an offence. Now, the search warrant titles us, and we're required to seize any computers, no. any mobile devices. You have. Yeah. Can I just what get your badge there, mate? It's all there. The audio gets a little muffled here towards the end of the video. For, here, just for a second, it yeah. comes back. This is a lot of stress on her too. She's pregnant, like, come on. I'm relaxed. This is just very unfair. And then this is when the yeah, it's her sister. It doesn't matter. Any device in this house, we're taking. Well, you're not taking my phone. We're taking any device. That's my phone. It's nothing to do with her. It's my phone. Yeah. So pretty bad crazy yeah Yeah. i mean it's that's wild man just for you know i mean just to take it from the beginning now australia has different free speech laws than the u.s does but political speech is considered considered free speech in australia so i would say you know posting about a protest is explicitly political free speech now they're trying to get her for the uh incitement charges because you know anything encouraging people to get together would be incitement to break the law being you know you're not allowed to get together um but yeah to fully show up at her house with a search warrant arrest her take all of her and her partner's uh electronics all because she posted about a protest 
going yeah. on. And, and uh, yeah, that is pretty crazy. This is full on Gestapo uh, type of situation. And of course, you know that nobody is, uh, you know, nobody posting about, uh, you know, a Black Lives Matter protest or anything on that side of the spectrum. I, you don't see this happening to them. Yeah. And so, you know, this is very specifically politically targeted and uh, just a, an incredible breach. Now, again, as far as the law is concerned, they have different situation over in Australia um, than America. We haven't seen this particular thing happen in, in the United States, but uh, I can't imagine it's that far off. You know, there was I've heard a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, the, the United States is going to be sketchy, man. It's breaking out in civil war. You know, there's going to be federal uh, martial law and civil war and all this horrible stuff. We need to get out of America for a little while. But, uh, you know, Australia and uh, not that New Zealand and Australia are equivalent, but there's a lot of talk about going to New Zealand or Australia or Ireland or something. But the fact of the matter is that that's probably not much better of a choice than just sticking right here in the United States. Yeah. Especially if you can, if you can have guns, you know, <laughs> to yeah. protect yourself. Well, right. And Australia famously, uh, having disarmed their population yeah. for the most part, uh, in the last decade or so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can sum up the story as this right here. I will. Oh, it's a new world order. It's here. Thanks, Adam Curry. I will say, uh, <laughs> watching this video, it, it, it does have a delightful sort of uh, uh, sheen on it because of the Australian accent. The Australian accent, accent makes it less... <laughs> Like, come on, mate. Yeah, come on, mate. <laughs> this and is the, ridiculous. Don't take her. And, and the even Agent Smith there doesn't seem as, you know, uh, mean. Yeah, you can tell this is this is not an American cop no. because, unfortunately, that pregnant woman would probably be on the ground and handcuffed with a knee on her neck or something. Yeah. Ooh, political. It was super political. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Watch out, Aussies. Keep us posted. I know we have some Aussie, uh, not just Aussie listeners of the podcast, but also uh, Aussie uh, live, live watchers, live viewers. Yeah. So stay, stay safe down there, and yeah, don't keep your apparently not. Yeah, you got to keep your Facebook feed clean, baby. Well, this is partly why, uh, you know, the exodus from places like Facebook. You know, th this is a good reason to get off Facebook. It'll take yeah. the government a little while to catch up to other, you know, other platforms. Maybe. And that's why you should go to canarycry.community. Oh, yeah. A real URL. Canarycry.community is our off Facebook uh, social media forum creation for listeners of the podcast. And uh, so far, nobody in canarycry.community has been arrested for something they've posted. So I think we got a pretty <laughs> good track record so far. We'd like to keep that's it that something way. that Facebook cannot say. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Let's uh, let's take a quick break here. And then we got a couple more okay. stories to go. Okay. Uh, break, break, break. Here we go. It's break time. Come on, take a break. 
That's right, folks. We're just going to take a really quick break to thank some uh, producers and other people involved with the show. But don't go anywhere because after the break, uh, we got some updates on the race wars, uh, the LAPD shooting. Um, We've got an update on Amazon uh, hiring spies. And then uh, I haven't quite decided. We'll see what the time looks like. We might be talking a little bit about SB 145 in California, which is uh, a big deal that we need to talk about as well. Um, But before that, Gons, here we are during our quick break. I want to thank some of our new Twitch followers. Are you ready? No. Hold on. Give me one moment. (laughs) All right. Now I'm ready. There we go. Okay, here we go. I want to thank these new Twitch followers for following us over on Twitch because we like that very much. And it's a great way to make sure that you get to see the show without all of the YouTube shenanigans going on. But our new followers are CDK151. All right. Jesus is King91. Amen. Chickadee-dee. Chickadee-dee 73. chicka 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 what? Uh, Hong Kong. Okay, what? Hong Kong Fui. <laughs> I wonder if they're an actual Hong Konger. Careful. Be interesting. Careful in Hong Kong. Oh, look. We've got a new uh, listener named Titus Frost. All right. Mr. Titus Frost following us. Thanks, Titus. Uh, we've got your Supreme King. Uh, are they claiming to be J- the king or? Anyway, go ahead. You know, I don't know. We'll have to slide into their DMs. JPV Ken. JPV Ken. Oh my gosh. You got to be quicker on these dings. We got a lot of people to get through. Okay. Neo D1. Very good. Debbie, <laughs> Debbie Pebbles. Debbie Pebbles. Hi Hat Riot. All right. I like hi hats. Private Malfunction. <laughs> globe humper oh interesting is that a flat earther spy th- yes spy the liar there we go and that's all of our new ones i will say when i first uh saw hi-hat riot it's spelled like high hatred ah. and i thought it was a, a troll coming to troll the patriots but ah. it took me a second to say hi-hat riot There you go. So thank you very much to our new Twitch followers. We appreciate that very much. Next, we want to thank some of our producers. Yes. Now, what are you talking about, Basil? Well, we uh, go off the value for value model. You've heard me say it before. Value for value model is the way to go because uh, we do not believe that collecting the trust and the attention of uh, viewers and listeners and then turning around and selling that to corporations for our own personal game is the right way to go. We believe that, uh, you know, the advertising trap is one of the biggest problems with the internet and the world today, you know, because uh, once you rely on advertising dollars, you got to be brand brand safe, brand friendly, which, uh, which manipulates the things that you're allowed to say, you're allowed to talk about uh, with, Uh, without fear of losing those advertising dollars. And we decided, hey, if we're going to uh, be held accountable by anybody, it's not going to be advertisers. It's going to be our listeners.
listeners. And so uh, that's just what we decided. Not the best business move, but man, can we sleep at night. Feels good. Now, uh, those who gain value out of the show, if you watch the show, listen to the show, whether you've listened to one or 10 or 100 episodes, uh, if you value what we do here on the show, we can only continue doing it with the support of you, dear listener. Now, it's the beginning of the month, Gons. So you know what that means. When the beginning of the month rolls around, we always inevitably lose a bunch of uh, producers. Uh, and we understand, you know, beginning of the month is hard. You got to pay rent. You got to pay auto bills. You got to pay your payday loans. You got to pay. You got to pay everybody. So we end up uh, inevitably losing about five to 10 supporters at the beginning of each month. And then we got to play catch up. So if you are one of the people who has a spare, you know, five bucks for the whole month and you gain value out of what we do, consider becoming a producer. And that's right. I said producer, because if you help pay for a piece of media to be created, you're not just a donor. This is the real world, baby. You're a producer. You can put that on your LinkedIn, put it on your resume, and we will vouch for you. Um, but who do we have? Uh, well, let's see. We got patreon.com slash CNT for Canary Cry News Talk, patreon.com slash CCNT. And uh, as of the beginning of this show, Gons, unfortunately, no new producers. We are in the, the slump, the beginning of the month slump. And I tried to log back into our Patreon just a second ago, and it's not letting me, so that makes me very sad. Um, and again, for patreon.com slash canarycryradio, another Patreon account, also no new producers. Lost some producers there. Now, that's okay. We get it. Beginning of the month. But if you got a few bucks to jump in and become a producer, now is the time. Now is the time. You get shout outs. You get all the attention that we can possibly give you on the show. And you get to feel good about the media that you uh, that you absorb. You're not, you know, we're not turning around and turning you into a commodity. But we do need producers to come on board. Now, if you don't like Patreon, that's okay. We get a lot of uh, people who don't like Patreon. There's a lot of good reasons for that. And that's okay. That's why we have CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. CanaryCryRadio.com slash support. That's right. And at canarycryradio.com slash support, we got all sorts of other ways to become a producer. We got PayPal options. You can join a monthly subscription, or if commitment's not your thing, you can make a donation in any amount. We've also got cryptocurrency options over there, all sorts of fun stuff. Gons, just give me the bad news. No producers, new producers coming in. No new producers. Coming in for this episode. However, however. That's right. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe this is the changing of the guard with the entire infrastructure of the financial economic world reset system. Uh, we did get some cryptocurrency. The only, oh. the only support that came in was from Tristan, uh, who sent us ah. an email. That's why we knew it came from him. He sent us 333.333 XRP, which is a ripple. So, uh, there you go. Thank you, Tristan. Mega, yeah. mega 33 donation. Yeah. So, uh, I think uh, it was 333.333 XRP. That's, that's what I said. Yeah. Uh, 333.333. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, if anybody wants to match that, uh, m- match that with XRP, or if you guys are really, really big whales out there, thirty-three Bitcoin will accept that happily. <laughs> this is uh, is about uh, a little over three hundred thousand dollars at the moment, but you know, man. Hey. <laughs> that would be a big game changer for us guns <laughs> game changer that that would be that would be a life-changing yeah i would <laughs> i would i would actually be able to afford a home and then you will go buy robots so we'll see who the <laughs> oh i could get my prosthetic training three-day training <laughs> oh man all right some bitcoin billionaire out there you can make all of our dreams come true for just a casual 33 bitcoin <laughs> And then we'll be put in Illuminati jail. Yeah, we will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And also you can, uh, there's other ways you can support the show. Uh, You can send us art. One art, please. uh, (laughs) Or you can send us uh, uh, jingles. We we have neither today though. So. uh, Wow. Slow day. Yeah. Not a lot of sad day. I mean, we don't even have jingle or artist producers yeah yeah i just think somebody this, just somebody in the chat uh meng han 89 sent they sent something in so let me let me refresh I see that i'm 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 looking at the uh oh yes there we go hannah there we go a live we've got a Ooh. live producer hannah coming in thank you hannah 33.6 Ooh, was that donation is that that is that a secret it's fun she's having fun yeah having fun with it thank you so much there you go hannah our our one and only cash producer for the show you are the best you're better than hannah montana oh yeah we can say that with confidence lots of confidence (laughs) thank you very much okie dokie uh is that all we got for this uh, break guns Pretty much. Oh, just uh, another quick thank you to That Night Wind for continuing to hit the timestamps there for uh, the YouTube channel so people can skip around and find the stories and uh, so they don't have to sit through all of it. So thank you, okay. That Night Wind. There you go. Thank you very much, That Night Wind. It's been very consistent. Uh, we really appreciate that. Consistency with this uh, producership is a, is a big deal. So thank you, That Night Wind. Yes, there you go. Okay, let's uh, wake on up, Gons. Let's get my app working, and yes, let's wake up. Yes, it's wake-up time. Hey, yo, wake up. It's wake-up time. I want to give a quick uh, hello to Nova Boy in the Twitch chat. Says, first time here, just checking it out. Welcome, Nova Boy. Thanks for being here. Uh, keep in mind, you know, don't be afraid. There's a lot of inside jokes. It, it, as we've been told, takes a couple episodes to really get it, but uh, give us a chance. We'll hope... Uh, We'll hope we can earn your trust. All right, let's start out, Gons. There's some more news recently with uh, the race wars. Yeah, here we go. Jingles. The race wars. Race wars. The race war. I've warned you and warned you and warned you. You warned us and warned us and warned us. Okay, folks. So there's always news with this. First, I'm going to bring this story from NBCNewYork.com. Article is titled Bicycle Stop leads to deputies shooting and killing black man in L.A. Uh, The article reads, A black man was shot and killed by Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputies after he was stopped for a traffic violation while riding a bike, then ran from police, 
punched one officer and then, quote, made a motion toward a gun on the ground, authorities said. The Monday afternoon shooting death of Dijon Kizzy. I don't know how to pronounce that. I think it's Kizzy in South Los Angeles prompted a peaceful protest. Hours later, Black Lives Matter marched Tuesday evening from the scene to a sheriff's precinct station. The killing came on the heels of the police shooting in Kenosha, Wisconsin. That left Jacob Blake, who is also black. We have to always put that in there. Paralyzed and spurred days of protests, reinvigorating the national debate on racial injustice and policing. Also Tuesday, the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors voted to ask the coroner to conduct an inquest into the fatal deputy shooting of 18-year-old Andres Guardado on June 18th. Guadado was shot five times in the back after deputies said they saw him with a gun and he ran. Guardado's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit on Monday against the county sheriff's department and deputies involved in the shooting. Kizzy's family and friends created a small memorial for him at the shooting scene in the Westmont neighborhood, leaving flowers, balloons, and candles just feet away uh, feet away from first responders, discarded blue medical gloves, and rolled bandages. The sheriff's department has not released Kizzy's name name what but two relatives <laughs> confirmed his identity in interviews with the associated press they remembered the 29 year old kizzy as an energetic man with many friends and expressed anger at the shooting quote you guys take care of dogs you don't care- take care of us said kizzy's aunt fletcher fair addressing the sheriff's department quote he was a sweet and loving young man he had his whole life ahead of him and he was cut short by rogue sheriffs Kizzy's uncle, Anthony Johnson, 33, said they grew up together and were as close as brothers. Johnson said he often warned his nephew that as a black man, he had to be especially careful. Quote, you have a target on your back just by being you. Johnson remembered telling Kizzy as recently as a few weeks ago, quote, he was like, yeah, all right, uncle. Like he always says. A sheriff's department statement released Tuesday evening said deputies had tried to stop Kizzy for riding his bicycle in violation of vehicle codes, but he dropped his bike and ran. It didn't provide any more uh, details about the alleged violation. The deputies momentarily lost sight of him, but when they caught up, he immediately punched one deputy in the face and dropped a jacket, causing a black semi-automatic handgun to fall to the ground, according to the statement. The shooting occurred when the man, quote, made a motion toward the gun, the statement said. Uh, Latiera Irby, 29, told the Los Angeles Times that she had stopped by her mother's house to get her hair done when Kizzy came up to her car and told her, They're coming to get me. They're coming to get me. Kizzy offered her money to drive him away. I didn't know who he was running from, so I told him no, he said, she said. Irby said a short time later, she saw Kivy scuffle with a deputy who backed away and then shot him. The same deputy and another fired at Kizzy after he fell to the ground. She said, adding, quote, he had nothing in his hands. Police said the handgun was recovered and no deputies were injured. TV news helicopters showed a gun near the body. Dean said investigators had not yet interviewed witnesses or reviewed any surveillance or cell phone video. Quote, give us time to conduct our investigation, he said. We'll get all the facts in this case and eventually present them. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, the largest in the nation, does not have body cameras for deputies, though that soon will change. The County Board of Supervisors on Tuesday approved funding, and the first round of deputies will be equipped with cameras next month.
Ed Obayashi, a use of force consultant to law enforcement agencies and a deputy sheriff in Plumas County, said the Los Angeles County deputies will need to explain how they felt Kizzy presented an immediate threat, even though his weapon was on the ground. Well, okay. Quote, for the officers to justify their shooting of Mr. Kizzy, they're going to have to articulate that they reasonably feared for their safety, Obayashi said. It will be important for the deputies to be specific, he said. Quote, what made you believe uh, that he was an ongoing immediate threat to the public, Obayashi said? Did you believe he was still armed? Why? And if he was armed and running away, what was your reason for feeling that he constituted a threat to yourselves or the public? Fair described her nephew as, quote, a mother's child, saying Kizzy took care of his mother after a uh, car crash until her death in 2011 from a heart attack after that he took care of his younger brother sean jones who's 18 and a recent high school graduate fair lives near where kizzy was killed and couldn't believe the circumstances surrounding her nephew's death how do you get a violation on a bicycle she asked i stayed here until they picked his body up i didn't want to leave oh there you go that's the end of the article i can say uh it's easier than you think to get a violation on a bicycle Uh, but what do you think guns well, uh, the, the next story here has part of the reason why this story hasn't been, Oh, why is my phone ringing? Interesting. Um, I get, I <laughs> why get does these, any phone well, ring, it, really? I get these spam calls every time we do live stream. It's really weird. Uh, but the, um, uh, the, the next story basically talks about how, uh, the, the cop that was, that shot him was a Hispanic cop. And I mentioned this before, or maybe I hadn't on the show, but I think uh, it's factual to say that two thirds of the LAPD are minorities. They're either, um, whoa, that's weird. What? Did you did you post something? Yes. Did you post at Kanga Kong? Yes. Oh, okay. They good. Asked well, it's just where to support. It was, I just was startled because on the chat it's coming from Face Like the Sun uh-huh. YouTube. And I didn't do uh-huh. it, so it just kind of freaked me out. I okay. thought I got hacked or something. That's and the okay. phone call. Now I'm freaked you, out. Bro. I got you, okay. bro. So, um, uh, yeah, so most of the LAPD are minorities. And that's because they're trying to, you know, they, ever since the Rodney King thing, they're trying to make it uh, more even and more reflective of the community and that kind of thing. And so I think only about 34% or 35% of the LAPD are white officers. Um, but, mm-hmm. but, uh, and so the officer that shot this man, Kizzy, uh, was a, a, what they're calling a white Hispanic. So he wasn't yeah. white. Well, real quick. Yeah. Just, just, to, just, uh, just, just to set the record straight. Sure. This was not the LAPD. This was, uh, the sheriff's, the department. sheriff's department. Okay. Um, but, yeah. but a couple things to mention here, uh, the there was a part here that talked about how Kizzy's uh, what was it his cousin or his uncle his uncle told him how you have a target on your back for being black and and mm-hmm. you know that that kind of I understand that but that I think is part of the problem that you, that a lot of these African American families are telling their kids and and teaching their ch- like young children too especially with all this going on right. now it's going to be a lot worse. That hey, right. because of the color of your skin, you are targeted, and it's not so. There, no one's teaching their kids like, hey, yeah, you might be targeted, but if you're in a situation, respect the cops or respect whatever yeah. the situation well, is, or 
you're certainly uh, treading on dangerous territory, Gons, but as our resident person of color, I'll let you continue <laughs> with this conversation. As a minority. But I will, I will say, you know, yeah, I mean, if you're wondering, because I'm wondering too, you know, if why, why did he run? I mean, you get a, you get a, a, a bike violation. I've actually gotten bike violations before. <laughs> They're easier than, than you think to get. Um and but the, the sketchy part about it is, you know, when you immediately get off your bike and start running. Uh, and I think that is partially I, I think what you're saying is that, you know, being taught that you have a target on your back could make the option of running uh, seem more it, that that quickly seem like a good option, a good option when yeah. in fact that's that's the thing that that sets off right uh you know law enforcement if you start running immediately of course they're gonna think that's suspicious and come after you now it you shouldn't be uh executed for running but if if indeed yes there was a you had a gun that makes another reason you know I'm, I'm assuming maybe his gun wasn't registered correctly like it does need to be in california very strict uh especially handgun rules in california yeah so if he had the gun illegally it would have given him another reason to run um and yes of course well, if, that's, if you that's what I'm drop if you drop a weapon and then reach for it uh, again, th- I mean, that's going to put a target on your back no matter what. Well, that's, that's the thing. Why did, why did he run, number one? Number two, why did he have a gun on to begin with? You know, I mean, maybe you, well, you can do that. you got to protect fine. yourself in the streets, man. Sure. But uh, then why did you punch the cop? That, that's going to incite the cop That's even another more. thing. Don't, don't yeah. punch the cop in the face. I know. Um, There's some unfortunate details to this that does not make it as clean of a story as I think uh, – Black Lives now, Matter activists would prefer. I, I will say that, obvi- and I mentioned this before, that police brutality is a problem. That they're they're you know that police can and do abuse their power at times. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, I, I don't think that this is a situation where I, I don't know. Actually, I don't know the whole. Well, that's facts. why we're not hearing so much about it. But we're not hearing a, yeah. a lot about it because of the situation at hand and also because the shooter was not white. And that, that's another big part of this. And this is the whole, you know, race wars thing here. But this is ibtimes.sg. Who is white Hispanic? Question mark. Tariq Nasheed sparks Twitter debate after Dijon Kizzy's police shooting in Los Angeles. Uh, American film producer Tariq Nasheed sparked a racial ethnicity debate on Twitter after calling the police officer who shot a black man in Los Angeles late Monday, a white Hispanic when Twitter users right. asked him what race was white Hispanic or what race was white Hispanic was. Yeah. Typo. That's a typo right there. Others came forward explaining that white Hispanic was not made, was not a made up term, but an actual eth- ethnic identity. Oh, this gets really messy. Well, uh, this was the thing with George Zimmerman. Yeah. Remember yeah. George Zimmerman? He shot Trayvon Martin. Yeah. That was the issue with him. For They called him, they kept calling him white, a white man, a white man, a white man. And he was, he was this white Hispanic, which is actually, it's just, you know, a light skinned Hispanic person. Right, right. Um, yeah. So it, it, it caused a bunch of issues with the description of George Zimmerman as well. Right. And they, they go over the shooting there. Uh, uh, quote, deputies noticed that inside the clothing, clothing item that Kizzy was carrying, 
that he had Let dropped. Let me be clear. I'm not trying to defend George Zimmerman in any way. He is a total D-bag for a lot of reasons. Excuse my language. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, he dropped a black semi-automatic handgun, at which time a deputy involved shooting occurred. Uh, the shooting triggered protests in L.A. where people gathered to condemn Kizzy's shooting. Nasheed took to Twitter to criticize the incident and said a white Hispanic race soldier shot a black man in the back today in Los Angeles and killed him. This happened in the Hoovers on 109 and uh, Budlong. This is what black and brown. Uh, this is that black and brown coalition. Okay. Um, and you can see there's a picture of the, the officer there. And, uh, and so who is a white Hispanic Twitter user slammed the 46 year old producer accusing him of stoking racial tension. Many even said that there was no such thing as a white Hispanic. However, others explain that there are Hispanics who identify themselves as white. It is crucial to understand that race and ethnicity are two different things and Hispanic is an ethnicity. They can be blacks, whites, and Asians. According to the, to the article here, hmm. quote, Latinos have many different ways to describe their identity, including pan-ethnic terms like Hispanic or Latino, or the term American, or terms that refer to their family's country of origin. Their choice vary among different Latino subgroups, with nativity and language usage the strongest predicators of identity preference, Pew Research Center stated on its website. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, a Hispanic or Latino is a, quote, a person of Cuban, Mexican, Puerto Rican, South or Central American or other Spanish culture or origin, regardless of race. In the 2010 U.S. Consensus, 53% of Hispanics said they identified themselves as white. Here are some messages on Twitter and it has a few different uh, posts and uh, a few a few people who are considered themselves a white Hispanic, including. Um, yeah. You know, I'm wondering, I'm curious of what uh, people who either identify or are identified as white Hispanics, I'd be interested in hearing more about that. Jay Vela in the chat, one of our prolific artists, uh, I think mentioned something about being in that category. So I'd be curious to hear more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, uh, you know, th this debate is somewhat moot in the whole thing because it's uh, the optics are not really what's going to, you know, carry on the uh, the the national news level to stoke the flames of BLM. Uh, there's obviously going to obviously going to be a BLM aspect to this. But uh, when they of course, I think this producer here tweeting was trying to make it fit the narrative by calling him a white Hispanic. The article right. states that these, you know, the Hispanic people will will self-identify with different whatever. So. He doesn't know that this officer identifies himself as white Hispanic. You know, he looks more right. like a quintessential. Um, he does more like a like a Mexican. He looks like a Hispanic guy. Hispanic guy. Yeah. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And the other problem. And you're in Southern California, you know. Yeah. And, and the, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the race thing is pretty out of control. There was a commenter on YouTube, on my YouTube channel here. Uh, mm -hmm. a couple videos ago when we talked about the whole race war issue and he was basically saying that he's sick of hearing the conservative right wing uh, view on the, the whole black crime or, you know, crimes on black thing. And he called both of us badly. He called both of us white. He said white people. So, <laughs> so I was very, I, I was like, well, I'm not white though. What, what does that mean? So he said, you act white. So you are white. 
And that was his accusation huh. of me. And I was like, uh, okay, if that's the logic, okay, if acting white is white, then all the black people in America speaking English are also white because English right. came from, an, from the uh, Anglo-Saxon, you know, the 1400s, whatever. The English came from sure, the Euro, whatever. Sure. So if you're acting white, you speak English, you're acting white as well. Using his logic. Okay. He didn't respond yeah, to me. Okay. But, uh, but I, this is the problem with any kind of label of color of skin, of, of, of trying to you know, create demographic labels based on the way people look. It, it's, it's not going to work. And it's only yeah. part of the stoking of the flames of the New World Order system to get people all riled up, hating division, each other, man. Division, division, divide and conquer. It's all part of it. Because you know, as believers, it's like, yeah, we, we kind of look different, but we're all you know, created in the image of God. And the whole reason why, you know, part of the, the whole cross, what happened on the cross uh, and the tearing of the veil and right. having, uh, you know, Gentiles be grafted in all that kind of stuff. No Jew, no Greek. None of that matters to these people <laughs> at all. Even, even like the believers that are part of the whole cultural movement with this. But um, yeah, <laughs> Adam 42 in the, in the chat. Gons, stop being white. Okay. I'll, you know I'll, be, can, I'll be less white. I'll be less white for you guys. You know who I can guarantee is white? Basil. The jetpack man. <laughs> jet is, that is a white guy move. <laughs> yeah. Seems like all the robot people are, are white. What's up with that? Why are all oh, the... I don't know. Yeah. Whoever becomes the first uh, non-white person in... Uh, in Mecca athletics, you know, they're going to have uh, a lot of sponsorship opportunities. You know, I'm almost for the whole, uh, Nike, <laughs> get Nike on board Get all the, the Chinese children. I cannot stop thinking about going to my Mecca athlete training. I'm sorry. It's the only <laughs> thing I've been thinking about for the past 45 minutes. Uh, objectivity does exist in the chat said, I used to hate white humans. No joke. The indoctrination is real. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, a lot of people are there, man. Yeah. A, a lot of self-hatred with white people right now too. It, that is so um, weird to me. That is, that is, that part of it is very bizarre too. Yeah. yeah it, well. it creates, it, the whole thing causes issues because then if you're like pro-white, then you're like, you know, get labeled white supremacist and it's just a mess. But anyway, uh, this is the story that you probably won't hear in terms of national news because of the situation at hand. But, okay. um, you know, it's just one of those things that's uh, brewing and is going to stoke more division uh, regarding these topics. So there you go. There's our race war update story. Um, sorry, distracted looking at Mecca athlete stuff. Ah. Um, yeah. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Nope, we're coming to the coming end to of the, the day, end. huh? Let's do let's do one more story. Let's save the uh I'm the gonna California save bill. it. Yeah, it's just a yeah. heavy story. So So just yeah, just to give a little teaser. I, I'm trying to figure out a good way of um talking about the SB 145 California bill that passed. Many of you have been sharing it or have seen it shared on Facebook. 
Um, and there needs to be some clarification and breakdown. Still a very important thing, but I think it's most important to fully understand what the bill actually says. Uh, so again, so you can have your facts straight when you're uh, you know, talking to people about it. Uh, it is a very heavy subject and it cannot be avoided to be using language that we've, you know, people don't enjoy listening to. So we're going to figure out a way, but we're not going to do it today. So yeah, don't worry. We'll you can take a, a Take a deep breath. Yes, we'll cover that on a different story, um, especially as things sort of develop. But instead, Gons, I got to bring you this other story from vice.com. And did do you, you ever, ever feel like you're being watched? Did you ever have the feeling that you were being watched? The four horsemen of the Anytime you see the four horsemen, it's something special. Bezos. That's right. That's right. Um, fact checker bot just asked us if we are going to talk about SB 145. Yes, we are. Uh, later though. Okay. Uh, vice.com. The article is titled Amazon is hiring an intelligence analyst to track labor organizing threats. Mm. And I wanted to do this story alongside the article about, uh, from robotics.news talking about how Jeff's, you know, dream come true is he wants to replace all of his employees with robots, but we'll see that for another time the company because robots can't unionize you know uh the company recently posted talking about amazon two job listings for analysts that can keep an eye on sensitive and confidential topics quote including labor organizing threats against the company Amazon is looking to hire, quote, intelligence analyst and a senior intelligence analyst for its global security operations, global intelligence program, and t the team that's responsible for physical and corporate security operations such as insider threats and industrial espionage. The job ads list several kinds of threats such as protests, geopolitical crises, uh, conflicts impacting operations, but focuses on, quote, organized labor in particular, mentioning it three times in one of the listings. Amazon has, has historically been hostile uh, to workers attempting to form a union or organize any kind of collective action. Last year, an Amazon spokesperson accused unions of exploiting Prime Day to raise awareness to their cause and increase membership dues. Earlier this year, the company fired Christian Smalls, a black employee who led a protest at a fulfillment center in New York over Amazon. Amazon's inadequate safety measures in the early days of the COVID-19 pandemic. During a meeting with Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos, company executives discussed plans to smear schmalls, smear <laughs> smalls, calling him, quote, not smart or articulate. Ugh, Ooh, yikes. Mean. Yeah. Racist. These job listings show Amazon sees labor organizing as one of the biggest threats to its existence. I will say that's not uh, that's not unique to Amazon. All of these big corporations find or think of labor organizing as the biggest threats to its existence. Because uh, if you pay people a living wage, then uh, you can't afford to make you know to sell things cheaply. "Quote: Do you work at Amazon? Did you used to, or do you know anything else about the company? We'd love." To to hear from you using a non-work phone or computer you can contact lorenzo franceschi bcciari securely on signal at the number on wicker okay that's the person trying to organize things after this story was published amazon deleted the job listings and company spokesperson maria boschetti said in an email that 
quote, the job post was not an accurate description of the role. It was made an error and has since been corrected. The spokesperson did not respond to follow-up questions about the alleged mistake. The job listing, according to Amazon's own job portal, had been up since January 6th, 2020. Interesting. Uh, Danya Rahendra, the director of the Athena Coalition, an alliance of dozens of grassroots labor groups that organize Amazon workers, criticized the listing. Quote, workers, especially black workers, have been telling us all for months that Amazon is targeting them for speaking out. This job description is proof that Amazon intends to continue on this course. Rahendra told Motherboard in a statement, quote, the public deserves to know whether Amazon will continue to fill these positions, even if they're no longer publicly posted. On Monday, the Open Markets Institute, a nonprofit that studies monopolies, published a report on Amazon's employee surveillance efforts, claiming that these practices, quote, create a harsh and dehumanizing working environment that produces a constant state of fear as well as physical and mental anguish. After a week of the jobs being posted online, 71 people have applied to the intelligence analyst position and 24 people to the senior intelligence analyst job, according to LinkedIn. The first job was posted in the Amazon Jobs Portal in January, the second job on July 21st, according to the company's site. We have an update on September 1st. Shortly after the story was published, Amazon removed the listings from its job portal. Uh, And another update, the story was updated to include Amazon's uh, comment. So, wow, those job listings have been up since January 6th, so eight months. They weren't able to fill the position in eight months? (laughs) Either that or they already filled it and they forgot to take it down. Oh. Or they just want to keep hiring more, you know, just because there's two listings doesn't mean they don't want to hire as many intelligence analysts as possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is crazy. It's it's very interesting that uh, they're looking to hire intelligence analysts, um, you know, obviously to track from from within Bezos, you know, making sure that his people stay down, his workers are uh, not going to rebel. And that's an interesting situation because, you know, uh, I'm, you know, I know people who are at the top of sort of some of these big corporations, obviously nothing as big as Amazon, but I understand the threat that uh, organizing, you know, unions pose to the corporation itself. But, you you know, the problem is... (sighs) You know, people like to blame Bezos for a lot of stuff. And I do, too. He's a blamable guy. I mean, just listen to his laugh. Um, (laughs) It's evil, man. It's evil. But the problem is these corporations are incentivized to keep prices as low as humanly possible. And you can only do that by paying your workers as little as humanly possible. And then, uh, but there's a part of it where these corporations are incentivized by the consumers. So that's us. And, uh, you know, when we go out of our way or to, or, or not go out of our way, however the case may be to get the lowest possible price with the most convenient process, you know, it's, it's the consumers hold some responsibility with this, too, unfortunately. And that's just how economics works. Yeah. If we all stopped ordering from Amazon because it's the cheapest and most convenient, then uh, 
they would, you know, have to raise their prices, which means they would, uh, you know, be more incentivized to pay people more, et cetera, et cetera. It's a whole, it's more complicated than that, but it's, it's really a, a sickness of society um, that causes a lot of this stuff that, you know, it, we seek out the lowest price and we don't care who it hurts for us to get the lowest price. Yeah. So the consumer plays their own role in creating this system. Um, so, but dang, it's hard to, it's hard to argue with how convenient and cheap Amazon is. Yeah. And they're going to continue. If to you do could that. just get past the, if you could just get past the slave labor, <laughs> if you can live with the slave labor, there it is. Then you can uh, get your widgets cheap, baby. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, uh, eventually he wants robots to replace everybody anyway. So this is just a, you know, I'm sure that he's thinking that this is just a, a step in that direction. And, I have a uh, hard time understanding how he hasn't already done that. I've been inside of an Amazon warehouse. It looks like robots. It looks like it's already pretty much entirely staffed by robots. Um, and of course, we've had some listeners who worked at Amazon warehouses and have confirmed that it is the worst possible job <laughs> you can have. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, uh, we've heard that um, it will kill. Oh, yeah. All right. Sounds good. You know, people peeing in bo- bottles, hiding it Ugh. behind shelves because oh, no. they can't take their can't take their break. Um, all right. You got anything else for this show? We actually did OK on time today. That's yeah, nice. a little shorter. But yeah, I think that's about it. I, I will want to I do want to say uh, people did come in. Producers came in. Um, we'll do a formal thank you on the next episode, but a quick yeah. shout out, Antonio, Maine, Nicole, Steven, and of course, Hannah. Oh my uh, gosh. Thank you guys. So, thank for you guys so much. In. Very generous. Yeah. We'll give you full producer credit next episode. Yes. So um, look out for that. But that makes us feel good. We don't have to sit here and bite our nails for a couple of days, hoping some producers come in. So thank you very much. Okay, folks. Well, that's about it. Remember you can still become a producer of the show. Head to patreoncom slash CCNT or canarycryradio.com slash support. Canarycryradio.com slash support. That's right. Thank you so much. We cannot do the show without the continued support of our producers. And that means you guys. So thank you very much. We understand that the first of the month is a very difficult time uh, financially. So uh, those who come in and produce, we appreciate you just that much more. Now, remember, uh, there's other ways to produce the show. You can create jingles. You can create art. You can create songs. All sorts of content that you hear on the show. If you uh, make sure if with the art and the jingles and the music that it's canary cry radio related you know if uh, we we are very impressed with all of our talented people but uh you know make something special for the show we like all of your old your uh, you know your former work but let's create something new again incarnate unlimited great job buddy keep it going um and uh, there you go. You can send all that kind of stuff to canarycryradio at gmail.com. And uh, you can see or hear it on the next show, baby. 
Uh, let's see, what else am I forgetting? Anything? No, I don't think so. Now, remember, leave ratings and reviews. Very important. Go to Apple Podcasts, search for Canary Cry Radio or Canary Cry News Talk, uh, and leave a rating and review. Very important. Tells the robots, the algorithms, to share the show with other people. We have no control over how that works. It's all up to you, dear listeners. And uh, if coming in uh, as a financial producer isn't an option, leaving a rating and a review is a great great way to help out the show. Um, so we appreciate that very much. And we'll be reading ratings and reviews at the end of the week, if any come in. Um, but here's the best thing, you know, word of mouth is the best way to spread the show. And it's a great way to wake the people up in your life. You got people waking up in your life. They're realizing the world is not what it seems. And they just don't know where to go from here. Canary Cry News Talk is a perfect, gentle way uh, to be able to help them down the road of knowledge so they lack no knowledge uh, and catch them up with what's going on in the world. And we'd be happy to help them. All you got to do is uh, send them an episode, share an episode, share this episode. Remember, the podcast version of the show, it will be posted later today. That's an easy way to share the show. Go to any podcast catcher, find this episode. No buffering, no dropouts. Uh, sound quality is perfecto. And uh, you, that's a great way to listen to the show after the fact as well as share it. Just search Canary Cry News Talk on any podcast catcher. Share it that way. And if you need any more instructions, here's what you do. You walk right up to him, you grab him by the cage, and then you shake it. The end of the world occurred pretty much as we had predicted. I want to shake things up, stir up some controversy, rattle a few cages. Hey, stop that! Don't ever silence me! I'm the last angry man, a crusader for the little guy! Leave the bird alone! Never! Rattle a few cages! Rattle a few cages! The human race will have every opportunity to improve and if they don't, ask Noah. That's right, folks. Just ask Noah. Make sure to tune in again. That'll be this Friday, just two days from now. That'll be September 4th. So make sure to tune in Friday, September 4th. We'll be going live sometime uh, between noon and 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Put it on your calendar. Turn on notifications. And we'll catch you on the next live show of Canary Cry News Talk. But make sure to tune in next time. But until then, everybody, remember to think outside the cage. Happy birthday to Keanu Reeves. Oh. And if anybody wants to send us Kusama... Send us some Kusama. I'm going to email uh, the prosthetic mecha robot guy. Perfect. We'll, Perfect. we'll put something together. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Bye. Bye.
wanna shake things up, shake things up. I wanna shake things up, shake things up. Leave the bird alone. I wanna stir up some controversy. I wanna rattle a few cages. I wanna rattle a few cages. I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. Oh, 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 I I'm the last angry man. You'll never silence I'm me. I'm the last angry man. A crusader for the little guy. Little guy. Little guy. Whatever, Illuminati. In the future, humans will be confined in a people's zoo. People, I'll keep you safe and Keep the cameras on